You know who wasn't frustrated this weekend? Scotty Scheffler. Who? Oh, yes. no. Oh, no, not at no. all. Let's bring in Mark Zacchino, host of Golf Talk Canada. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, but listen, guys, before we even get started here, I, I love noodles. Everybody loves noodles, but with the Zucchino now added to the lineup, should we be talking about the Nespresso machine on the Italian baseball bench? Oh, like, okay, good like, eye, wow. my friend. What do you think the pregame snack looks like in, in the clubhouse? Is there like just a charcuterie board with some prosciutto, some cheeses? For sure. Yeah. Has to be, has to be some prosciutto, some salami, some 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 nice cheeses. Maybe we open an app, start with an apérol spritz, close with a nice brunello. <laughs> That's I mean, right. <laughs> I know where this. I know where this talk's going right away, guys. So I, it, it has to be a nice antipasto spread. That's for sure. But I have to say this, and maybe I'm. Uh, and, and I normally make fun of purists, but this is where I might be a little purist here, Mark, because. Are you on board with the pods? Like, that's an espresso machine, and I can appreciate it, but are we on board with the pods, or are we still not grinding our own beans over here? Okay, if I'm at home, no, no. If I'm at home or I'm at the right cafe, I'm with you a thousand percent. But for the road game, I literally, I've been on the road for eight weeks with the PGA Tour between radio and live, and it's great now that live's on our, in, in the family on TSN+, Plus. so it's like it makes my heart warm and fuzzy. But I actually bring my Nespresso on the road with me because it's the it's like okay I you know right we're not grinding we're not at our favorite place to to, to have coffee etc. I am literally when I saw that article it was my wife who goes you're not going to believe this and she showed me she showed me the social media post and I just started laughing because we've been lugging this Nespresso machine from the West Coast swing to the East Coast swing. I am looking forward to coming home, though. I'm looking forward to the Masters coming home and getting to work with Lindsay Hamilton again on our Masters desk in Toronto. So I've been away a lot, but I, I, I love my Nespresso machine on the road has been a lifesaver. Okay. I don't I don't want to bury the lead here because we have a lot of Scotty Scheffler talk and a lot of other things to get to, Mark. But because right. we're talking about flying around the world, I don't know if you saw this exchange on Twitter between Tom Hoagie and someone where he won, correct me if I'm wrong, he won $1.3 million this weekend, and then he tweets a picture that he's sitting in seat 21C in economy. Would you be sitting in that seat if you just won $1.3 million? Uh, listen, I'm not sitting in that seat, and I got nowhere near that money. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I couldn't believe it. I love the image. And that's the beauty, really, of the PGA Tour. I mean, uh, the Netflix series has been, has been a godsend in showing some of the personalities. Joel Damon, the real star of that. But there's more guys out there like that. Tom Hoagie, you know, there was nine guys tied for the course record at TPC Sawgrass. This is a golf course that has, you know, struck fear. We've seen guys melt over the years on a 130-yard, you know, gap wedge. If there was if there was grass around that island green, they'd be making two all day. We see the best in the world shake. 63 the course record. Norman, Couples, Nick Price, nine guys tied for that, that course record. And Saturday... Tom Hoagie goes out, 10 birdies, no bogeys, new course record. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of the PGA Tour why it's, and really why it's important to have, you know, a, a tour that represents the best players in the world where you can play your way in, but you can play your way out. And not everything in the world is guaranteed. And, and Tom Hoagie's a great example of that. But I love that social media post. I thought that was fantastic. 
So good. Um, let's get to uh, what just happened to the players. Scotty Scheffler, do you think he's the best golfer in the world right now? I do. And the hard part about this is, and I hope we all collectively, not just the golf community, but the average sports fan gets behind this. The tough part is, you know, Bob and Adam and myself, at, at, you know, the golf family at, at TSN have been saying that, you know, there's John Rahm, there's Rory McIlroy, and there's Scotty Scheffler. And there's those three, there's those three guys, and there's everybody, everybody else. But I think if you were to honestly ask us to, to prioritize that list of three, Scotty would have been third for all of us. It would have been, oh, you know, maybe Bob would have put Rory first and Rom second. I would have done something different. But we all would have had Scotty third. And when you look at the record and you look at what's transpired over the last year and a half, it's very unfair. And to put it into hockey terms, you know, Scotty does a lot of the little things that aren't sexy, just better than everybody else. And when you add it up, it, it just equals more wins. You know, when, and we're going to come to Augusta in a few weeks, and he's going to be the defending champion. And he might not, he hits it a mile, but he's not as long as Rory. And is he passionate about the game? Yeah, but he's not as fiery as John Rahm. So there's all these things where he's just really good, but not the best. But you look at the little details like, Who's the best at pitching the golf ball off tight lies when someone misses a green and has an awkward up and down? Well, Scotty, Scotty Scheffler is the best. And you go, well, that's not really a sexy category. But you know what? That's what wins players' championships, defends green jackets, defends waste management. All those little things that in other sports, when we get the playoff time, we go, those are the guys we want to come off the bench and do those ugly shifts that nobody else wants. Scotty Scheffler does that better than anybody else in the world of golf, and now the numbers are starting to back it up. One of the things that stands out about this tournament and Scotty winning it, and I think you've talked about this before, is the fact that this is a week where we can see someone off the board win this kind of tournament. It's not necessarily all the big names jumbled up at the top like it is at Augusta. With that being said... You look at the leaderboard, and there's Scotty at the top. He's a name we thought we would be there, but there's no Rom. He withdrew. There's no Spieth. There's no Morikawa. There's no McElroy. Like, is that not just a testament to Scotty and his consistency and his kind of ability to not get shaken? Hundred percent, and it's because this golf course doesn't lend itself to a style of play. When you get to Augusta, there's two or three categories that are prioritized. You go, a guy who is strokes gain approach is going to do exceptionally well. A guy who's strokes gain around the green is going to do exceptionally well. A guy who takes care of par fives. Those are your three categories. You look at the end of leaderboard, uh, at the end of four days, you go, oh, there you go. And you, you can almost predict what the leaderboard's going to look like. You get to a U.S. Open, same thing. You get to a player's championship, and you, you just can't figure out the equation. You can't figure out the formula it just identifies who the best is at doing everything well enough for four days, that four days, that period in time. And I think you're bang on when, when you said that it, it is a testament to doing everything well, doing the little things well, and not being affected emotionally by the visual intimidation of what Pete, Pete Dye asks a player to do. I mean, that shot on 17 yesterday, everybody's going to go, okay, he's got a five-shot lead, there's two holes to go, this tournament's over. Well, it's not over at TPC Sawgrass because we've seen car crashes at 17 before. He hit that shot from 133 yards 
literally within three to five feet of exactly where his eye was looking. That's how precise that shot was in the moment on 17. And in the moment when the group in front of him was making a disaster, he had to watch Minwoo Lee in front of him back off three or four times. Now, Minwoo Min Lee could hit a good shot, gave, gave him something good to look at. But, I mean, there's so many ways that can go wrong, not for Scotty Scheffler. So it's going to be a fun run. He got on one of these runs last year, you know, and we're kind of right there again heading to Augusta. And if, if he's not on your fantasy team right now, when we get to uh, when we get to Magnolia Lane, I'm, and you need your head examined. So um, this could be a fun summer, Scotty Scheffler, and we can only hope that Rom and Rory get right back to where they were because then we could have just some real epic Sunday battles. Mark Zacchino joining us here, host of Golf Talk Canada. Um, so I've shared this before that my husband has an obsession with golf and no one watches more golf than him who doesn't get paid to watch <laughs> golf. Mark, he's blowing up my phone right now. I might as well just call him to come do this interview with you because this is what he wants me to ask. And I'm fully taking my husband's question here. He wants to ask you, Mark, how good is the action on the PGA Tour right now? The last two weekends have been drama. Where are you at, Liv? That's his question. Where am I at on Liv? No, no, no. He's, he's basically saying, where are you at, Liv? Because you've got nothing on the PGA these last two weekends. He's just very excited about what's been going yeah, on the last two well, weekends. Well, he's right. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue with your husband. And if your husband wants to come in and sit in on Golf Talk Canada... Tell him to come on in. We can sit. Oh, <laughs> careful, Mark. Careful. Yeah, John, will John will be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has been awesome. I mean, the caliber of play is exceptional. Um, the venues we've been going to, these designated events where the fields are tremendous, the purses are raised, the importance of, of how you perform is heightened because it gets you in. It opens the door. And I think it's just been unbelievable. And, you know, there's something special about, special about the Florida swing when you go from, you know, Honda where Jack's got, you know, that lineage with Honda and then you go to Arnold Palmer's house. And, it, and it, I think it's fantastic that the players and the tour have supported the Arnold Palmer Invitational, even though Arnold's not with us anymore. Because we've seen other golf tournaments over the years where legends have been attached to it. And once that legend is no longer physically with us, the tournament isn't what it used to be, and and, and sponsors flip flip over, and the modern day player doesn't support it. That never happened at Arnie's house, which is fantastic because without Arnold Palmer, you know Bob, myself, and Adam, we don't have jobs. Well, maybe Adam because he does Sports Center, but Weeksy and I, <laughs> we don't have jobs. Weeksy and I do not have jobs. Hold on a second. Bob also does curling. I don't have a job. No <laughs> so, right. I mean, at the end of the day, if there's no Arnold Palmer, there's no Golf Channel, there's no PGA Tour Live, there's no PGA Tour Radio, there's no Golf Talk Canada. So to have the players t- to support that, and then to the players, so your husband's right, it's a really special time of the year. And I think Canadians are really invested more so, and I tell my American fer- friends and family and, and coworkers this, that they have no, no clue what passion about, passion about golf means. Because golf, in the, this time of year for Canadians, leading into the Masters, it's more than golf. My grandmother used to watch the Masters. It means barbecue season. It means snow melting. It means NHL playoffs are starting. It means it kind of lines up with a lot of things that Canadians feel are like, let me out of my cage. It's time to go live again, and let's get rid of this snow. So 
I know that's a lot to consume, but you really feel that from Canadian golf fans this time of year, that it's really the start of things, of everything that Canadians love, and it comes to a head in a few weeks at Augusta National. Mark, does, you mentioned it, or you touched on them a little bit earlier, but uh, does Rory and Rom need to win a major this season to kind of keep their top status? 100%, and I don't think necessarily it's just for us. Because the World Golf Ranking points are going to show them near the top, and, and the FedEx Cup rankings are going to show them near the top, and they're going to have wins. But at the end of the day, these guys, they measure themselves to history. And you know we can open up a huge can of worms here with what's happening with the Saudi Golf League, and you can throw money at, at anything you want, but it doesn't, it doesn't carry the same weight historically as what the greats have done before you. And the greats before you, and the most recent great is maybe the greatest of all time, before you was Tiger Woods. And he measured himself to, one, Jack Nicklaus's major record, and two, to all-time wins on the PGA Tour. That was his, that was his 1A, and then it, you know his 1, and then his 2. And really, it was Jack's major list. And I don't think, more so Rory than Rom, because Rom, you know, recent U.S. Open winner, Needs to win more majors. The fact that he's only got one major is probably a bit of a, a flaw in his record. But Rory, he hasn't won a major guy since 2014. And he's been the face of the PGA Tour and the face of the game when Tiger's absent, absent has been Rory McIlroy. And he's been open about it. He's like, I feel like I'm trying to win a major again for the first time. That That's his own words. And that is a huge hill to climb. And I think if we close the door on the, on a year of majors and Rory doesn't have a major and Rom doesn't have a major and what we've seen some of these kids do and what we've seen Scotty do I think it's a huge hole in in, in the year in the resume a, a resume and to the point and to your point to, to have them still feel like they're on top of that mountain so hey we got a long way to go we got four majors in front of us We've got a FedEx Cup in front of us. We have a Ryder Cup in Rome at the end of the year, which I cannot wait to get on Roman soil for. So um, it is a huge year in the world of golf. We've got a long way to go. But if it lines up and there's no, there's no Rory Major and there's no Rob Major, they're going to have a ton of – they're going to have way more questions. They can have as many wins as they want. If they don't have a major, they're going to have more questions headed to 2024 than they have exiting 23. Great stuff, Mark. I'll be uh, sending your info my husband's way if you get you some calls from a strange it. guy talking golf with you. That's <laughs> <laughs> my husband. Don't that, panic. Guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Take it easy. That's Mark Zacchino, host of Golf Talk Canada. He does. He get his passion for it gets me stoked for some. Yeah. For some golf. Yeah. It's fired up. I, I agree with so that. So will you like? Will you go for a walk with your husband if he just plays like nine holes or something? You won't tag no, I'll along. Play- I play, okay. right? I mean, I, I usually die about like the twelfth hole. I get really tired. Yeah, 18's a 18's lot. 18's too long. So if, I'm if good. You're not I'm the good player, at player. Eighteen is a lot. Yeah. So I usually start to die out, fade out by like twelve. But he'll go every single day. He's mm-hmm. already trying to like have us move so we can live on a golf course. So he it's can a good go play. and just get yeah. in nine holes and then make it home for dinner. I'm like, oh, so so I'm cooking dinner every night. I just want to make sure I understand this. Just the <laughs> nights where he's playing nine holes. Yeah, exactly. which would be every single night. And like I said, it is just on. It is just on. And he has this, his one friend, his one best friend, Barry, and they literally just sit there and text each other 
You sound you literally sound like my wife right now. I think you guys should be in like some kind of support group because this is yeah. <laughs> this is the same conversations we have. <laughs> Maybe Love we it. do. Uh, we got some best bets coming up to wrap up the show, gentlemen. These three hours have just flown by. Been having a blast. Stick with us here on Overdrive.